This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What's happening, you guys? Welcome back to a Tuesday tune-up on the Let's Go Win Podcast, where we are here to help you be happy, healthy, and wealthy. And I think what we're going to talk about today is going to knock all three of those off because we are talking about truly knowing yourself being clear on what your career is. And we have an expert. Gina Riley is an HR professional and authority in career transition. She is the creator of the Career Velocity System that helps leaders and executives effectively move into a role where they can create a legacy. She holds, she holds a master's degree in whole systems design, is a certified UMAP coach and an executive search consultant, and conducts interview skills and talent selection training Gina, what is happening? How are you? I am awesome today. How about you? <laughs> I'm great. I, you know, I'm I'm with you live. We're doing a cool show. You and I were talking off air very seamlessly. Um, I want to start with something because yes, there's a big word in your introduction, and that is legacy. I don't always get to ask people because this is one of those things that I have definitely spent countless hours thinking about in meditation, not like this is a big word. So what does legacy mean to you being that this is your world? Mm. I think legacy is, it goes back to, there's a saying about, um, I forget who says it, somebody famous about how you made people feel. They're not going to remember every single thing that you said or that you did, but it's the feeling and the impression that you left upon them, you know, when you're gone when you're not there anymore. And so when I look back over the, all the mentors and the sponsors I've had throughout my career, it, it isn't necessarily those individual moments. It's the feeling that remains with me that's inspiring and inspired me to become who I, you know, am meant to be ultimately. So that's what it means to me. It's like, how are people going to feel when you're not there anymore? Yeah. Maya Angelou actually said that she, she yeah, said that people like that. often forget anything you did or, you know, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. I think it's really good. So you and I were talking off air and I was like, well, career transition and leadership, this is definitely in our wheelhouse. But you said, you know, I really get clear with people on, and that's where I'm going to just, I'm going to shut up because I don't want to steal your thunder, but you help people get clear on specific things prior to even looking at whatever career that is. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, why don't we, we'll take one step back. One of the mistakes I see people make, especially when they get laid off or they're kind of confronted with a career transition is that is they think, Ooh, I got to go brush up my resume. I talked to someone yesterday. I think I just need to fiddle with my LinkedIn profile. And what I advise people to do is before you start fiddling with your marketing, you better be really clear on the messaging that's going to end up going into the marketing, right? And what's more important than a resume, piece of paper, or your LinkedIn profile, both very important, it's, it's all the underpinnings that come behind it. What is your brand? What do you, who, who are you? What do you stand for? Can you articulate it? Because if you can't articulate it before you make those marketing materials, you're going to blow it when you get to the place where you're going to have informational conversations or interviews because you won't be able to talk to it. So one of my best friends literally just was let go. There was a downsizing. I know and you do, you feel for them, but at the same time, 
There's also this, once you get past the ego, I think, unless you absolutely love that career and job, which he didn't love what he was doing. Let's be clear. He liked the company, but he didn't love it. And I said to him, blank, I won't say his name because I haven't, <laughs> he might be okay, but I'll have him tell his own Yeah, we'll story. keep him private. But I said, you know, this is really a chance for you to find exactly what you want. Know the culture of the company that you're going into. Make sure your non-negotiables are taken care of. And he says, well, I don't know exactly what that is. And I, my advice, and, and you're an expert, so I'm going to ask you. But I said, get quiet, man. Literally write down what you love to do, what you don't love to do. And I'm like, oh, so you love drinking beer and, and telling bad jokes. There might be something there for you. I don't know. But Gina, I'm just curious. Am I far off on my, you know, what I my advice that I gave him? You are not far off. Um, your your advice is spectacular. First, I would say when someone gets laid off, my recommendation is to make sure that you're that you understand you're going to have emotions. You need to accept that there's transition management that you you mentally need to kind of go through. Just the same as if we lose a, a loved one or there's some other kind of loss in our lives, or even if our job changes internally, we first have to accept it. And sometimes there's that resistance, then there's acceptance, then there's this trough of like grief and sorrow and anger. And then there's the new beginning. And unless you experience that and accept and embrace it, it's tough to get to the new beginning. And guess what? If you're in the trough of despair, that's not the time to be doing informational conversations and chatting with people anyway. So take care of your stuff first. That's the first thing. I like William Bridges transition management books, very thin, very easy to read. The psychology is sound behind it. But then the first thing that I like to do with, with the people that I'm working with is we go through a process of uncovering who they are, how they do what they do, why they do what they do. And we start to build a narrative around that. So they're very clear when they start talking with people like, this is what I'm all about. And then the next step is let's go make sure we understand your career story. Let's make sure we tease out those really key high points, those quantifiable things that you've done that have moved the needle at your companies, that have impressed other people, that you've gotten rewarded for. Right. And now we start to get a holistic picture of who are you, what motivates you and so on. And then we can start building lists of the things out on the landscape of the companies, organizations and so on that might turn us on so that we can start having informational conversations and uncover more and see if we're on the right track. I mean, that makes a ton of sense. What I was thinking of as you're talking is when was this ever taught? Because. I didn't get this in college. I don't remember. And I've been an entrepreneur for longer than I, you know, several decades at this point. So it is interesting for me to be giving advice on something that I honestly don't understand, right? I can't remember the last time I did a resume. I can't remember the last time I looked at a job posting. Right. So that could be daunting. But was this ever taught? Gina, did I miss the, this course? <laughs> you didn't miss the course. And in fact, you know, one of my favorite authors in the career space is a man named Steve Dalton. He was one of the career services leaders at Duke University, just retired to start um, creating a certification for his um, job search strategy method called the two hour job search. So I recommend that to people. And, and <laughs> what he says is 
we, we aren't taught these things in school. And for us mature adults that we're going, you know, there's plenty of us that are Gen X and boomers that are in the, in the workforce. And we have shame and embarrassment and fear and anxiety about networking and talking with people. We weren't taught how to effectively do that. And oh, by the way, the 1989 resume, the formatting and the way that that all looks, that is out the window. I mean, there's, there's new ways of expressing our career results now. And so we can't go back to those old ways. So the best thing you can do, just like if you're um, in business for yourself, is you can hire a business coach. Well, in this case, I've created a program to help people because there was a need in the market to look at the holistic process of career transition, you know? Well, the reason I said this was going to check all boxes, we spend 33% of our life at our career, right? Mm -hmm. a, a third of our life is spent there. And I look at some folks and when they're not happy, that is going to affect their health. It is going to affect their wealth, maybe financially, but certainly in relationships and everything involved in, in you know, even spirituality. Everything really gets affected. Mm -hmm. So this idea of finding happiness in your career, mm -hmm. finding fulfillment in what you do is so important, mm -hmm. but yet again, we're not taught this stuff. You hear, go do something you love and you'll, you'll never work a day in your life. And people look at that and hear that cliche and go, really, dude, like it's not that simple. But I do think so much of what you're talking about, and I'm really curious to hear about the career velocity system. Okay. So you created this. What, what is, what is that? Like a synopsis of what that looks like, Gina? Yeah. Uh, straight, straight on. It's a nine step framework to help people move from point A to point B to point C to move through that career transition process. Starting with, um, I use a tool called the UMAP. It's a career profile assessment. That's uncovering the who you are, how you do what you do, why you do what you do, um, and helping get language around that. Then I, then I work on a person's leadership approach, trying to figure out, okay, what has been your approach? Why have you been so successful? And then the third step is, calling out the uh, career results and starting to, to work towards the top things they'll end up talking about. And they'll explain who they are, you know, the tell me about yourself narrative. And once we get all of that foundational stuff, that's my first five steps. The sixth one is resume development and LinkedIn development, which is super important. It's our external branding, right? And then um, the steps seven and eight, job search strategy, interview prep, and my last component, and sometimes I'm doing this, you know, many months down the line, maybe even somebody's transitioned and we'll come back a couple of months later and have another coaching session. Thought leadership is so important um, to be found in the future for what we're an expert in. So a lot of people get to a certain point in their career and they're like, oh, no, I don't have a network. Oh, no, I don't know what I've tapped everyone. I don't know what to do. Well, the ideal situation is people are finding you because you're already out in the ecosystem expressing yourself, writing articles, being on podcasts, um, you know, commenting on other people's things in, on LinkedIn, for example. It doesn't have to be a TEDx. It can be a lot. You could be a panelist. You could be a collaborator on a white paper. There's so many ways for people to um, see. For us to build up that no like and trust factor. And it doesn't take a long time to do it. I, that's the one thing I would tell people. I, I agree with you. This whole your brand 
And what I heard is give some value in an area that you do have expertise, mm-hmm. share, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not making it about you, but rather sharing your experience. Mm-hmm. And, and it happens actually really quickly. I remember how daunting that was as I wrote my first book and it was like, well, what have you done? I, I don't know. I ran three companies. I'm not a social media guy, but the next thing I know, it's like, oh, just make some comments, you know, you know, say something about this. And, and it does happen quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask this just because it goes through my head right now. The movie, I think it's up in the air or in the air with George Clooney and Anna yeah. Kendrick. So I'm just curious, like, <sighs> it's, it's kind of a goofy film, right? Because they're literally letting these people go. But the one part I loved is when he was talking to, um, I can't remember his name, the actor, the ball guy. And he was talking about how he loves to be a chef. And my point in bringing up the movie is he asked him, what did you, when did, how much were you paid to give up on your dream? Hmm. Do you remember this part of the movie? No, I have to go back and rewatch it because it's come up a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. It's a sad movie. (laughs) It was a sad movie, but there was this moment and it's, it's not JK Rowling's gosh, what is it? It's a initial. He's from Montana. I should know this, but anyway, he said, well, how much did you give up to, to quit pursuing your dream? Because he had gone to culinary school and he loved to cook. And I think often when we start, we have responsibilities, we got married, we have kids. And so we just go into this job and we lose yeah. that satisfaction. We lose that fulfillment. Now our job performance is declining because we don't really like to do what we're doing to begin with. Mm-hmm. Is it really, it's pretty sage advice to say, hey, let's stop and look at what you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think that what happens is as we mature and we start to potentially develop families, uh, we accumulate uh, things that we have to maintain, homes, cars, and so on. Kids go to college. It becomes more and more challenging for us um, to really stop and think about, well, Who am I um, and what do I really want to be doing? And is it a viable thing? Can I maintain my lifestyle now? That's a very confronting and scary thing. And I would even dial it back to something like I've, I've worked with a lot of people who are in corporate and they're like, you know, I'm ready to, to give back. I want to go work at a nonprofit. That's all. That's a very, very difficult transition to make. I have a lot of reasons why we can go there if you want to and vice versa. People from nonprofit that grow up their whole careers in nonprofit and want to shift into corporate for whatever those reasons, two really challenging career transitions. So if it's something really dramatic, like up in the air, going from, let's say corporate to being a chef, um, some people feel may feel like they can't do that, that they're restricted because of the life that they built around themselves. So what would you advise someone in that in that position? Because, again, I look at people and they're probably doing their checklist like, all right, salary or my how much money I need to make. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's one, but it's certainly up there. Right. right. Do I want to travel? Do I not? Mm-hmm. What area do I want to work in? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when do we get to like, what is that list? What should it look like if you're advising somebody to say, all right, you just lost your job or you're considering a career move. Let's start with these three. Gosh. Um, I, I, I first start with the, who they are in the first place, because once I understand their natural talents, so you've probably heard of strengths finder 
And when a person takes StrengthsFinder, it's a, it's a statistically valid tool. When you get your top five of the 34, you're considered one in 33 million people. I mean, isn't that mind blowing in the order that they appear? And so there's nobody, there's like nobody like you. And so once we get grounded, each person could get grounded in like, oh, this is why I'm talented. This is how I move about in the world. Then the next question is, okay, we know how you do what you do, but what do you want to apply it towards? Meaning what skills do you want to use? Then we start looking at, well, what skills motivate you? And which ones burn you out? And then we can start to call out like, oh, here's all this stuff that was just making you die inside at your last job. Where can you use where can you use your motivated skills? And then how can you apply your natural talents to them? We can add a third element, which is your why and your why are your values. And if your values are not in alignment, with what you are doing, you will forever be dissatisfied and unhappy. You will have a sick stomach. You will not be able to sleep at night. So your question is a good one. I would dial it back one more step and, and address those three things before you do any other three things, which might be build a target list where you could use those motivated skills. Yeah. And you mentioned several resources. I just want to reiterate. So you oh, yeah. talk I can about- run it down. What's that? I can give you the rundown. <laughs> yeah, because he said two-hour job search was a good one. You map, you said strengths finders. So it sounds like to me, it's not just one, but rather let's use a couple of these things and, and collaborate. Exactly. I mean, in my program, I'm using all of these tools. So as I'm talking about them, I mean, I get, there's nothing coming back to me on this. This is just all the pieces of the puzzle, you know, a bazillion hours of research to put together this program five years ago. And, you know, I listened to 120 podcasts and I read 20 books and, you know, I brought in the things that I thought were economically economical to use, not in like how much money we're spending, but economical in it's like, it gets to the point, like, here's one of my other ones. I'm dissecting Kate Dixon's pay off, um, which is uh, how you negotiate your salary. And so that that's a gift I give all my new clients that goes out in the mail after they sign up with me, because I want everybody, I want people to have the nuts and bolts right there in front of them. I don't have every answer to the whole career transition process, but I know where the experts are. Well, I know you do. And and I can't believe it's already 20 minutes and it's gone. So <laughs> I want to ask you open forum, anything I didn't ask you that you're like, Jane, you should have known to know to ask this, anything you want to make sure to share with the audience before we start to wrap up? Uh, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's fun to have a chat. <laughs> um, there's a lot to career transitions is what I would say. And to, for especially your friend that just got laid off to not beat oneself up, but you have to start from a place of acceptance. And then there are tools available to help you with that process. And I would say, don't just start with your resume. Because I, 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 I fundamentally feel like that is the wrong thing to do. And I say that all day long. The resume is important. And I partner with three of the top resume writing co- companies in the country with my coaching clients so that they get the best resumes possible when they're ready. But it's all after we build the stories. No, I think that's smart. And you you even mentioned, look, this is a grieving process. Like you lost something. Even if you hated it, yeah. you lost something. 
Let's process through that. It's so, a rejection. It feels terrible. Your girlfriend broke up with you, you know? <laughs> it's it's very true. Gina, um, I want people to be able to connect with you online. What's the best place for them to do that? If they're in a career transition, they're considering it. They didn't even know they were considering it until they listened to this. They're like, you know what? I need to look at it. I should think about it. Yeah, it's better to think about it before it happens. So um, I'll list a couple things. One is I have um, on my website, GinaReillyConsulting.com. At the top, there's a green button. You click on the green button and you get a free webinar and workbook. And it, it follows the outline of my career transition model, career velocity. But you can start to make a career transition plan for free. There's no, You don't have to reach out to me. You don't need to talk to me. You don't have to hire a coach. Boom. Start making your plan. Um, so there's there's that. Um, and then um, industryexpertmagazine.com is where I have like tons of articles I've written on career transitions. And then the third is I spend a lot of my time on LinkedIn. I write there. I post there. Um, send a personalized connection request saying that you heard me here on the podcast or the live stream because we get a lot of sales pitches. So just let me know that you heard me here so I know it's not a sales pitch because I vet every single um inbound connection request. Cool. Well, I know one for sure. After we get off, I'll probably be calling him to say, hey, I met this amazing lady out of Portland. <laughs> I hope that's okay to say. She's awesome. And uh, he actually lived there too. So that's giving oh, us a little. Yeah, I'm happy to send some resources his way. And, um, I, you know, there's very specific articles that sometimes will be helpful. Like, oh, it's about networking. Here's some articles on that. I spend you know, uh, 10% of my year of my working year writing. So it's a lot. Well, you're bringing a ton of value and I appreciate it. Thank you for taking time. It's one of those subjects that we don't spend any time on really, even though all our prep is to go into a career and this part was missing. So thank you. No, thank you for having me. That's truly my pleasure. Again, guys, whether you're thinking about it, whether you're sitting there going, yeah, my job sucks. It's time to look. You have a resource. We have, she talked about UMAPS. She, UMAP. she talked about two-hour job search. GinaRileyConsulting.com. Go check her out. Even if you're not looking yet, just to be prepared. Until next time, you guys, remember your mindset matters. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.